You're listening to episode 223, three-year anniversary, six life lessons from 2020, and special announcements. This is the Dance of Life. My name is Tudor Alexander, and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind, body, and soul for living your best life yet. Tune in every week to learn something new, grow, and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment. And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. What's up, everybody? Today is Friday, January 1st, 2021. Faith and fear both demand that you believe in something that you cannot see. You choose. Bob Proctor. I love this quote, and especially for today as we begin a new year. Finally, right? Hard to believe that it's all over (laughs) from 2020. I mean, it's just been a total crazy year, a total transformation train. Wherever you are, whoever you are, wherever you've been, doesn't matter. Rich, poor, Big, small, short, tall, doesn't matter. 2020 has left no stone unturned in each one of our lives. And I'm glad it's over. You know, it's been a it's been a crazy ride. And I want to welcome you to this new year and invite you to think about anything that you maybe are bringing with you from the old year into this one. And if it's something that you still need to let go of, this is the day to do it. Today begins a new year, a new set of opportunities, some exciting things coming forward. This year is going to be great. Whatever last year did to you, and it did a lot to all of us, this year is going to be great. It's a new momentum. It's a new energy. The world is different for sure. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons I can share with you is faith is the key. You know, just like this quote from Bob Proctor, you choose. Ultimately, we have two realities that we are always faced with, and it's, it's that simple. You know, the physical world has a lot of color in it. It has a lot of variety. It has a lot of differences and circumstances and things that you have to think about that are very conditional. You know, it's not one size fits all. It's not very black and white. But the spiritual world, the world of gratitude, of living in abundance, of being successful, of having good mindset, all these types of things, this is very binary. And this is why this quote to me is so powerful, because we always have a choice between two worlds. You know, Einstein said a similar thing. You know, you could either be grateful, I'm totally butchering the quote, but you could see, either see that life is a miracle or that nothing is a miracle. It doesn't work halfway. It doesn't work to say, you know what? I believe that I'm taken care of. I believe that I'm guided. I believe that everything's going to work out in my favor half of the time. It just doesn't work that way. You know, either you're on the track and you're protected, you're safe, everything happens for you, Or the world is random and it's a giant mechanistic, uncaring universe that doesn't give a crap about you, you know? So ultimately that's your perspective to choose. I choose the one that's more empowering, that allows me to live in peace and abundance and attract new opportunities. And that comes from a perspective of faith. And this year I have been more tested, and I'm sure all of you have, in all of these things that I talk about regularly than ever before. And so for this episode, you know, New Year's has always been a special little holiday for me, even though technically every year is a new year. But, you know, as a kid, I'd grow up and it was really important in our culture, Eastern European culture, to make that transition. You know, we always leave the windows open in the house and, uh, you know, have money in your pocket, make sure you're with people that you love. However, the new year visited you, 
uh, you know, that's how we would find you. And, you know, that would set the stage for the rest of the year. So I have this like superstition ingrained in me, even though I don't necessarily do any of those things so much anymore, that uh, New Year is this big transition. It really is. You know, it's a chance everybody has collectively agreed that this is the beginning. And so that collective energy can really help you reset and and rebirth yourself with new opportunities. And they are opportunities all the time. So this is an exciting time. I'm really excited to share it with you, but it's also exciting to me because this is my three-year anniversary with this podcast. It's been crazy to think that it's been three years now. So I wanted to share some life lessons I've learned in those last three years. This is going to be a little bit kind of a different episode, just a shorter episode, just me talking. Usually I'm getting interviews on Friday, and that's what I plan on doing going forward. And we have Transformation Tuesday, kind of those shorter episodes, but uh, Friday's usually interviews. So this today is a little bit of an exception because I wanted to connect with you guys and share share some things that I've learned in the last three years of doing this, and especially the last year of doing this. It's been a crazy year. And also I have some really, really special, exciting, super cool announcements. Make sure you stick around for these because I'm super excited about what's coming. I mean, this year's going to be amazing and as crazy as 2020 was, it was a year of realignment, you know, I think for everybody. And for me personally, I was able to achieve goals that I have been planning for like 16 years. And so I'm very excited to share those with you. So stay tuned. But, you know, today I wanted to share some life lessons that I've learned in the last three years with this podcast. And let me know, you know, email me what your biggest life lesson of this year was. Uh, you can email me tutor at danceoflife.com. You can go to my website as well. You can contact me through there. But let me know. You know, I'm curious to know what lessons you guys have learned this year and what's coming up for you that is exciting, you know, that, that you are looking forward to with this new energy, this new possibility in front of us. So life lessons. Here we go. First one is faith. Man, this is have faith. This is it. Live in faith. And it's not about religious faith. It's not about anything like that. It's about having faith the faith that everything is going to turn out. You know, 2020 was a test for all of us, but it was also a chance to practice everything that we know that's so valuable. You know, you can't practice, you know, when I used to train really hard for competitions or train students and things like this, there is one thing about practicing in the studio and you don't have to be a dancer to understand this uh, metaphor or an athlete even, but there's one thing about practicing sort of in the safe space of a practice space, like a studio or whatever you're practicing, a school, you're learning, right? And, you know, there's a whole nother value to going out in real life and putting yourself under the fire. Nothing can prepare you for that. And that is the ultimate way to practice uh, because that's, that's the real deal. And so the same thing is with our spiritual values, like believing in yourself, having the confidence that life works for you. You know, it doesn't happen to you. And all those things are great ideas and sort of they give you breakthroughs when you learn them. Like, wow, I didn't really think of it this way. But you don't really get to practice it until you're faced dead on with your demons, with your self-doubt, with your anger, with your frustration, with, you know, wanting to have a certainty in some situation and you just don't have certainty because nothing is certain. You know, those types of things, especially if you have had health fluctuations this year. I've had several health fluctuations. I've written about them. Uh, you know, it's it's been a wild ride. And so that kind of stuff really challenges your faith, you know, your ability to live in faith. But the, at the end of the day, that's all you really have. When you really think about it, that's all you really have. Nothing, you know, even the material stuff in this world evaporates 
at a you know, moment's notice. At a microscopic level, we're constantly changing. Nothing is standing still. So the only stillness that there really is is in your mind that you create. You know, when you create a goal, a vision, you are locking on to something and keeping that something the same in your mind, right? You're, you're keeping that vision of that future, of the thing that inspires you in your mind. You're keeping and you're working at it every day. Well, in the real world, things are constantly changing. Nothing stays the same. So our ability to keep that one thing in our mind the same is actually a very powerful ability because it resists sort of the natural fundamental mechanic of the universe. And that's what allows us to stay steadfast, to stay consistent, to not give up. And so your faith is a function of that mental capacity to keep something the same in your mind. And now in this case, in this case, it may be, okay, you know, I'm safe. I'm taken care of no matter what, you know, if I lose all my money or some crazy thing happens in my health or, you know, I get into an accident or whatever else, you know, I keep in my mind that I am safe. I'm taken care of that money comes to me easily, you know, and this is the key. And the second lesson with this is practice. And practice is the thing that we have been doing this whole year, right? I mean, practice is everything. It's all you have is practice. And why this is so important, you know, in the last three years of doing this podcast, it's been a real practice for me because, you know, the podcast isn't just the audio. It's it's posting things. It's building a brand. It's building a blog. It's building a website. It's learning to interview people. It's reaching out to interview people. I mean, there's so much aspect to it and it's always growing and I can't tell you how many times I've made mistakes that are just such small mistakes but literally they made me have to do everything all over again and this is part of a business this is part of anything anything that you do you will have to get comfortable with doing it over and over again and repeating and failing and going one inch by one inch because if you miss an inch and then you're 100 inches down the road and you realize oh crap I missed that one inch now I have to do it all over again because otherwise, you know, 10 inches down the road, it's going to get even worse, right? So you have to have a proper foundation. And that foundation comes through patience, repetition, consistency, practice. All you have is practice. You know, the biggest illusion with this whole goal setting stuff, you know, I'm all about goals. I'm all about self-improvement and everything. But at the same time, I have a deep respect for Zen principles, especially in how I teach and how I coach people and how I talk or write about things. Zen is very influential in my life. And one of the things that that has influenced me to realize over the last couple of years is that there is an illusion when it comes to goals. You know, goals are very important because they draw you forward. You know, most of us are very externally motivated. We need something external to draw us forward. But once you achieve that goal, it's over. Like you don't care about it anymore. And so it has lost all its power. And then you have to invent a new goal. And so really, it's if you really think about it, it's very ironic in a sense that the goal, the thing that motivates you only works when you haven't achieved it, if that makes any sense. So the thing that motivates you only has its power when it's not being achieved. As soon as you achieve it, it loses all its power. And so there's a great illusion there about goals and having to chase goals, because really at the end of the day, all you have is practice. Whether you reach your goal, if you fail at your goal, what do you do? Well, you go back and refine your practice so that you have better habits, better mindset, whatever it takes to reach the particular goal. What about if you reach your goal? Are you are you done with your practice or you get comfortable? And you know, this is what happens to people who go on, you know, diets, crazy diets. They they get super motivated and they go and they lose the weight. And because they didn't really build a practice of a new lifestyle, a practice of let's say healing your relationship with food, a practice of 
a healthy a- approach to eating, a-, a practice of healthy mindset, a practice of exercise that they actually enjoy rather than exercise they're forcing them to do. All these things are a part of your practice. Because they didn't do that, they revert back to their old weight within a couple months or maybe even shorter than that. You know, So this is really the perfect example, the classic example of this. And ultimately, even if you reach your goal, the answer is still practice. You still have to practice. So all you really have is practice. Third lesson is about health. The third lesson in my last couple of years, especially this last one, man, is I've been, last couple of years, I was dealing with a lot of burnout issues and probably you can relate, you know, especially with all the stress we have today, you know, waking up at night and having high cortisol and all the things I've written about coming up in, in some books I'm going to announce. But Stress is a real killer, you know, and you have to try to minimize stress as much as possible. But the thing that's really been humbling for me is how much of a slow process health is. You know, we have to be patient with ourselves because, you know, especially if you're type A like I am, you want everything done yesterday. And that's just not going to happen when it comes to the body. The body's a very slow machine. Now, it can do miraculous things. There are, you know, definitely some examples and, and a lot of ways that the body heals very spontaneously and quickly. And for sure this happens. But the practice of health, you know, to steer yourself, you have to realize you got burned out, not overnight. Nobody has a super, nobody's like super optimal health. And then the next day they feel totally exhausted and burned out. Unless you had some, you know, crazy accident or something. But, you know, one night of stress is not going to burn you out. So the, the lesson in that is to first find acceptance for yourself that you got there also slowly. You know, your body's very resilient, so you got there over time, meaning it takes time to get out of the hole, at the, you know, in the same way. So health is a slow process. Be patient. Be patient with yourself. Learn to accept and be grateful for your body. You know, every night I do a shower now, and I kind of just try to wipe the the negative emotional gunk off of me, you know, like whether I felt frustration that day or anger. I, I allow it. I say, you know what? Thank you for visiting me. What lessons did you teach me? Well, my anger taught me today that I still have a little ways to go. It taught me to relax and to remember to meditate, that kind of thing. So being in tune with yourself and allowing for things to happen on their own pace has been huge, huge lesson for me and something that I can recommend for you as well. Build a practice into your life. It all comes back to practice. Build a practice of your life of good health. You know, a lot of the things I talk about on this podcast and that I will be talking about is how to support your body for optimal functioning. If you don't have a good body, a well-aligned body, let's put it this way, because good body may be interpreted as, you know, how it looks. It's not about that. It's about how aligned your body is according to its natural blueprint. If your body's aligned, it's a lot easier to do all this gratitude and mindset and everything else. That's why health is so important. And I focus on all three, body, mind, soul. You know, ultimately, all three are important because if you're missing one, then you're missing the picture. But they are in an order, you know, you have to have your health first. Health is number one, because that allows all these other things that are more abstract, like mindset, being present, uh, living in faith, having gratitude, you know, creating abundance in your life. All those things are wonderful. But if you're unhealthy, they are very, very difficult or impossible to do fully. So health is number one. Make it a priority and also allow yourself to go slow, be patient. Because oftentimes when we make things a priority, we bring a sense of urgency into that situation. And so that can lead to impatience, that can lead to frustration. And be be okay with the changes. You know, it's just, it's a slow process. But if you follow the principles of good 
health, of good making making good decisions, eating well, taking the right supplements, making sure you're health testing, uh, testing yourself, implementing things like fasting if you need to, you know, managing your circadian rhythm through uh, well-timed choices, those kind of things, all those things, all the principles that have been around forever, you will have a great aligned body that is exactly how it was meant to be. There's no way that you need to look. There's no way that you need to look or be. Your body already knows that. Your body already knows what it wants to eat. You have to just support it naturally and get to the point where it can tell you what it wants to eat. Because in the beginning, when we're out of alignment, it's giving you cravings that maybe aren't the most (laughs) healthy, and that's normal. But once you get to the point where you can listen to your body, this is the key. Number four, the power of affirmations. Power of affirmations. You know, affirmations are part of the whole faith deal. And this is so important because you have to find evidence every day for your own success, for for the reality. You know, faith, we say faith and fear both demand that you believe in something different uh, or something you cannot see, you choose. That was Bob Proctor's quote. And that's true. Living a life of faith is very important. But how do you cultivate that? Well, you do it through affirmations or what I call finding evidence. Because at the end of the day, your mind has already found evidence for how crappy the world is. You know, since we're kids and things don't go right, whether, you know, we feel that we're not liked or the world's out of our control or we're not strong enough or some something you've told yourself, which we all have, that starts to acquire evidence. You know, it's called selective attention. You know, if I told you, here's a good example, actually. When I, st- when I started growing my facial hair out, which I never did before, suddenly I noticed guys with beards everywhere. So this is the selective attention. If you buy a blue car, you start seeing blue cars everywhere. Well, they were already there. It's just we start seeing them more because they're more relevant to us. And so this is the same with everything. And so when you, as a child, said to yourself, you know what, I'm, I'm just not good enough, or I don't belong, or I, I'm not liked, or something like this, right? We all have those little statements in our head. That started to color your world in a particular way. And as we grow older, we start to find evidence for that worldview and add it to this giant pile in our head. You know, So for example, if we take money, Money is a a narrative that we all have, and changing your money narrative is very important if you want to be wealthy, if you want to have abundance in your life, if you want to have a great relationship with money. And so what is the money narrative? Well, are you afraid of money? Do you feel that money only comes to you if you get lucky and win the lottery? Do Do you feel that you have to only work hard to get money? Money doesn't come to you easily? You know, those types of things. And so these types of narratives in our narratives in our head The only way to change them is by consciously redirecting your mind and finding evidence. You have to do this every day. Again, it comes back to practice. Every day, you have to find the thing that proves what you are out to create in the world. So if you say, you know what? Money comes to me easily. This is something I want to create in my life because, you know, my old money narrative is that uh, money doesn't come to me easily, that life is hard. Okay, that's great. So now start with that. And then every time you see evidence for that. You know, let's say you find a dollar on the ground. Hey, that was easy. That's my evidence right there. You know, it's not luck. You know, so we usually discount those things as luck. And then we give priority to, to the bad things that happen. say, oh, pff, see, I'm just cursed or it was meant to be for me to, to lose this thing. Well, it doesn't work selectively. Again, it's black and white. Either you believe everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle. You can't selectively believe that the good things that happen to you are just chance, but then the bad things that happen to you, well, you see, you know, the world just sucks. 
that's, you know, it's a selective way of looking at things, right? So we have to create a habit of finding evidence and pile up that evidence as sky high as you can because it's all around you and it's in your past as well. So this has been something that's really helped me this year, especially this year uh, with everything that's going on because there was a lot of instability, right? I mean, financially, health-wise, the world was going bonkers. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And so you can't get distracted by the noise. You have to create the evidence for yourself every day. And that's, that's, that's a huge lesson. If you can get proficient at that, of reviewing your evidence all the time, of getting into the habit that whenever something good happens, that you, you scrounge that and you put it in your evidence pile. Don't just let it go past. You know, if, if, some, if I get some random rebate check or something for 20 bucks, like, boom, I celebrate that. That's, a, that's proof to me that money does come to me easily. You know, and, and when I get a fee in the mail that I didn't expect, I don't give it too much energy. I said, okay, well, you know, I probably have to pay this fee. I'm not going to say, oh, see, life sucks. I knew it. I knew that life is hard. I knew that life is out to get me. You don't spend that kind of energy on it. But this is what we mostly, most people do is they do the inverse, right? So don't be regular. Use your affirmations. Find the evidence. Build a practice. This is the key. Two more life lessons for you. Fifth one is on self-worth. One of the things I've learned this year is that doubt rules my life, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with doubt ruling my life because doubt has helped me question everything and really learn everything I've been able to learn and help uh, share with others. You know, doubt has made me into quite the researcher and to, and to the scientist and everything else that I've been able to do with my life. But I've also learned that there are unhealthy expressions, right, of doubt, and that's you know when you doubt yourself. And I think we all have that. I think we all have self-worth issues, especially with some of the people I've interviewed who are experts in career success and and just mindset. You know, self-worth is such a huge theme because at the end of the day, all this stuff about creating the future and believing, you know, that life is working for you and all this kind of stuff is great. But there's a deeper, more primal, you know, guttural feeling underneath all of that, which is very uncomfortable to address. And that's this item of self-worth. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you could try to, you know, convince yourself that life is working out for you as much as possible, but it's it's going to be much harder. You have to see that you have value. And most of us really struggle with that. We struggle with our own value. And so as long as that's not figured out, it's very difficult to get a promotion. It's very difficult to sell anything to anybody because you feel that you're imposing. Uh, it's very difficult to take action on the things you love because you feel, you know, I might not work out for me. I'm, I'm not really that good or I'm not that strong or I'm not that smart, whatever it is, right? So you, you know, developing a practice of self-worth is so important for success. And I hope that wherever you are, however you feel, that this is going to be a theme for you this coming year. Because as we, you know, 2020 was a, was a chance to look in, to look within, but it's over now. And all the things that we learned, it's time to put them into action this year. And so this is going to be a great year to really build that out in your life, to put all this stuff into action that you learned and saw within yourself. And it's, it's a little scary, right? It's not, it's not easy. It's not comfortable to see and say, wow, you know, I worry a lot, you know, which I do. I worry a lot. I got it from my parents. And, you know, that's all of us. We always get our emotions from our parents. I also doubt. I doubt a lot. I doubt everything, you know, but I still take action. And this is the key, you know. It's a good old quote by John Wayne, if I'm doing this correctly. I think he said, you know, courage is having fear, but saddling up anyway. You know, get on the horse anyway. Even though you're afraid, 
Just do it anyway. And this is the key. Nike style, right? Just do it. You have to go into the fire of your own being and and face that demon that tells you that you're not valuable. This is the key for everything. If you if you start to see how valuable you really are, nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop you. You'll love yourself, which will make it be you know, easier to love other people. You'll have the confidence to share what's inside of you, which will help you build an abundant life because you know you're sharing your gifts and you're getting rewarded for that by society, and you'll feel fulfilled and you'll get paid. You know, self worth is everything, and it's even important for your health too. If you don't believe in yourself, if you feel you know, crappy about your body image or something like this. I mean, that's not good for your body either, for recovery, for anything. So build a practice of self-worth, do some mirror exercises. That's what I do uh, when I try to do and also tell other people to do. That's a great, great tool. Mirroring is very simple and just getting comfortable with telling things that are positive to yourself and also finding evidence, just like we talked about with power of affirmations. Find evidence that you are valuable. Look at your life Notice what you've said about yourself, you know, that I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm stupid, I'm, you know, whatever, I'm not smart. Notice those things and notice how you found evidence for those throughout your life. Anytime somebody made you feel stupid, if you feel that you're stupid, you're going to say, yeah, you see, that's evidence right there. But once you're aware of that blind spot, now you can start to change things. And this is the key because then you say, okay, if, if I've said that I'm stupid or if I said that I'm, you know, incapable or not strong, where is the opposite of that in my life. And there is. You just have to look. If you say you've told yourself that you're not a strong person, look in your life and notice, and you will see plenty, dozens of examples where you have been strong. And you have to write those out and describe them and bring them back from storage. You know, the mind sort of just hides that stuff away because it needs to prove, that's the ego, right? The ego needs to prove it's case to you that you're worthless. And so you have to dig up, you know, old resources and say, look, there was this one memory, this one time I was very strong, you know, and, and I pulled through. That's evidence. Boom. And there's a dozen other ones just like that, but we got to find them. So this is the key. Final lesson, sixth lesson. I'm going to wrap it up here pretty soon. Always make time to have fun. You know, this is, I've worked my butt off this year, and in a couple minutes here, when we announce some all this crazy stuff coming up, you'll realize why. But you know, always make time to have fun. Always take little breaks throughout the day. Always make time to be with friends. Life is short, and it, life is long in some sense. But it's also once it's once the day is done, it's done forever. And in that sense, you know, we have to try to enjoy life and the people around us and the things we love to do as much as possible. It's a dance, right? It's a dance between acting on your vision and creating, you know, freedom in your life, having economic freedom, having freedom to do what you love, having the freedom to have time to yourself. Those are all freedoms that we want at the cost of time, right? So that's kind of the great irony. But uh, at the same time, you want to not miss the daily moments, the, the simple, ordinary moments. And those things are so important because they give you your sanity. And at the end of the day, there's nothing to do here. There's nothing to do. You know, in a thousand years, the earth will swallow our entire civilization up and nobody will even know we existed. You know, the earth is a tiny fleck in the universe. When you look at it from these perspectives, it really doesn't matter what you do. And I don't mean that in a depressing way, but, you know, all this sense of urgency that we have to make an impact, to leave a legacy, to act on your vision, on your goals. Sure, that's one side of things, but don't let that overrun you. 
because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. You know, the different, the distance between you and your ideal self is infinity. So it doesn't matter if you stop and smell the roses because it's still going to be infinity. It never stops. And so that's the whole thing with practice. Make it a practice to enjoy, to have fun, to spend time on your own, to be present. That's the only thing you need to learn is to be present. So hope you've enjoyed my six life lessons. So important announcements, guys. I'm super excited about this. Thanks for being here. For the last 16 years, I have wanted to publish a book that has been on my mind. I've created notes. I have been, you know, writing things down like crazy. And I finally put it together. It's Dance Your Way Through Life, Your No Bullshit Guide to Hacking Your Body, Mind, and Soul for Success. I'm super, super excited to launch this book. And it's a program that comes with a a video course instructing you on all kinds of health things, biohacking, supplementation, nutrition, sleep, oral health, all the good stuff is going to be in this book. It's going to be a book that you can have for the rest of your life. That's I've really put a lot of effort into it this year. I'm so excited. You can go to danceyourwaythroughlife.com. So that's my first announcement. It's a huge milestone project for me. Like I said, I've wanted to write this book for so long and it's finally, I had to find them. I literally was writing for like eight or nine hours a day and it's, it's a big book. You'll see it's a pretty, I think it's about almost 800 pages, but it comes with a lot of great stuff. So go check it out on the website. It also comes with a second book, which was supposed to be a chapter in the book initially, but it kind of evolved into this crazy story. All these life lessons that we talked about today, having faith, making a practice out of life, being patient with yourself, finding evidence, developing self-worth, all that stuff, having you know time with yourself, having fun with friends. All those life lessons are in this book, the second book. It's called Life is Good. And this book basically was, like I said, supposed to be a chapter in the original book, Dance Your Way Through Life, but it just evolved over the last couple months, and I finally uh, finished it like about a month ago. And so right in time to publish everything. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy, crazy story. I highly recommend it. It's just totally bonkers. So it's going to give you some inspiration for your own life, your own life story. I hope you enjoy it. But that's that's my big announcement. It's first my uh, my first big announcement. My second one is, if you haven't joined my email list, go do so now to get some exclusive access to new stuff. I've changed everything. I used to have, you know, 20 ways to change your life in 2020. Obviously, the year is over now, so uh, I've changed it up a little bit. And basically, you can join the list, and there's just a lot of great podcast episodes. There's a, a freebies. There's, like, discounts on all my courses and things like that. So any kind of tool that you need, whether it's in health, mindset, uh, spiritual fulfillment, whatever it happens to be that's important to you, You'll get some really great freebies and goodies if you join my email list. So that's going to be going on for the rest of the year and probably beyond. Number three is my wellness blog. We have a new blog called The Hacker Blog. I'm super, super excited to launch this as well. I've been wanting to get back into writing articles regularly for a while. And uh, so this is going to be basically every week I want to publish a science-based, research-based health article, wellness article. Um, maybe some mindset articles on there too, but I'm really going to focus on health for the first couple months here. So make sure you check that out. That's on my website, danceoflife.com. And it's called the hacker blog. So you can just do, I mean, there's a link there, but you can go to danceoflife.com slash hacker. So that's going to be going on every, every week. So something great for you to educate yourself and to share with others. If you're into health, if you want to learn more about health, it's going to be a lot of good stuff in there. Um, fourth announcement, a lot of amazing people coming up on the show. So many well-qualified experts in health and mindset, spirituality. 
I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed to continue doing this on Fridays. We're going to have interviews. Transformation Tuesday on Tuesday are going to be some shorter episodes with a, with a couple goodies in there as well that relate to Friday's episode. But I want to know from you, what have you enjoyed? You know, what are some of your favorite interviews? And maybe who would you want back on the show if that's something you're interested in so I can reach out to them. I definitely like to keep relationships with everybody that I interview. And then also, what is your favorite topic? Like, what kind of things do you want to know, you want to learn about? So let me know. You can email me, tutor at danceoflife.com. Final announcement, fifth announcement here is the gratitude getaway. Oh my gosh, it didn't even happen this year. How sad is that? But hey, you know, that's that's the nature of the beast with all the COVID stuff. So gratitude getaway is a big event that uh, we're hoping to maybe get off the ground this year again. We'll see how things go. But my buddy Elijah and I, we started this in 2019. It was a retreat uh, in beautiful Arizona. We went out to the mountains and had a three-day retreat with workshops, with gratitude-based stuff, going out in nature, having fun, exercises, a lot of great stuff, just a lot of fun. And we'd love to continue that to grow it. So if this is something you're interested in, uh, go to danceoflife.com slash getaway, G-E-T-A-W-A-Y, to uh, sign up for the updates for this uh, event. If we do run it, it might be in May sometime, in April, you know, spring, early summer, maybe, maybe late summer, like August, September. We haven't decided here. We're just trying to feel, put our feelers out and see what happens. So if that's you, check it out, danceoflife.com slash getaway to stay updated. We'd love to have you. There's limited spots for this. You know, it's not like 100 people go on this thing. We'd probably want to get to about 20 so 20 just quality spots, a lot of fun, so it's a little more intimate, and uh, it's going to be something you'll remember for the rest of your life. Thank you so much for being here, guys. I'm going to gonna wrap it up here. You know, thank you so much. I can't believe it's already another year. You know, I appreciate each and every one of you, and if you've been here since the beginning or if you just started listening, I appreciate you. I, I love hearing from you. If it's, you know, if it's anything you've learned in this episode or any of the episodes that you have changed your life, let me know. I love to hear from you. I love to know what you want to hear about and what you enjoy. And I'm very grateful to be able to do this. You know, it's such a gift, such a gift to be able to speak your mind, to share what's important. And uh, three years goes by quick, man. I'll tell you that. It's, it's absolutely crazy. I had six downloads when I first started this podcast. And all my episodes are still up. You can see how crappy they were. <laughs> and, uh, you can go check them out, and uh, they're still on iTunes or wherever. The first episode was just, it's crazy to see how things have evolved, you know, and good to go from six downloads to several thousand a month is, is really cool. And I love connecting with you, and I love hearing from you. So thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. I hope you have a truly amazing year. You know, 2020 has really beaten the crap out of all of us. But look, it's, everything is in sequence. This year was preparation for all the bounty, all the possibility, all the awesome stuff coming in your way this year. So get ready. It's going to be amazing. I'm happy to be with you on that ride and stay in touch. We'll see you soon. See you next Friday. more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.